Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm gonna be going through rounds one through four of ADP and talking about which players I think are gonna bust this year for fantasy football. So I'm gonna go round by round and pinpoint one player that I just think is not gonna live up to their current ADP. That doesn't mean they're gonna have a totally miserable season. It just means that I think there are better players on the board with where they're being drafted. And overall, whoever picks them is gonna end up being disappointed. And then make sure you guys stay tuned for tomorrow because I'm gonna be doing a similar video, but just going through rounds five through eight. If you guys watch this and enjoy the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. I would really appreciate it. And then also let me know your thoughts down below. I'll be responding to everyone who comments, but let's get right into it. Starting off with round number one, I think the biggest bust from this round is going to be Travis Kelsey. He's being drafted as the sixth overall player off the board. And I'm going to give him a little bit of praise, you know, before I kind of talk about why I think he's going to be a bust. But last year, I think it's very possible that he was a top six fantasy player last season. Obviously, he wasn't top six in terms of points per game, but in terms of his overall value, because if you look at the positional advantage that he gave you at the tight end position, I mean, it was pretty significant. And he was averaging more points per game than a lot of the top tier wide receivers. And then you also saw some of those top running back picks like Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley go down with injury. So Kelsey ended up being a fantastic draft pick last season. And I don't think there's any doubt that he's going to go out and put together another great tight end season. He has the best shot at being the tight end one. I do think he's going to finish as the number one tight end this year. He's been the tight end one in the past three seasons. But I just think to live up to this current ADP as the sixth overall player, he's going to have to replicate or even improve on his 2020 numbers. And that was his best season ever. He went for career highs in receiving yards and touchdowns. He had 1,416 receiving yards and then 11 touchdowns. And I just don't think the odds are great for him to either repeat those numbers or even outperform those numbers. I just think right now, if you're drafting Travis Kelsey at this ADP, you are picking him at the peak of his ceiling. He could finish as the number one tight end. I mean, he could finish as the number one guy with you know a two to three point cushion between Waller and Kittle, and he could still be underperforming this ADP. So I really think it's just too much pressure to be putting on Travis Kelsey. And if you swing and miss on this pick, and when I say swing and miss, he could be the number one tight end and you could still be missing on this pick because if he doesn't give you that insane positional advantage again, it's gonna be a little bit of a waste. And if you miss on this pick, you could be kissing your season goodbye because you're gonna be losing out on a mid-tier running back one that could be anchoring your team for the entire season. So I just think that if you're someone who likes to target tight ends early, you like to have that cushion over the rest of the tight end field, you can find guys like Darren Waller and George Kittle being drafted in the late second, early third round, and those guys are just gonna carry much less risk with them. And going into this season, I do expect Travis Kelsey to finish closer to Waller and Kittle in terms of points per game than this difference in ADP suggests. So I'm gonna be fading Travis Kelsey, and it's nothing against the player. I just think that the expectations are way too high for him, which is gonna lead to him being a fantasy football bust. Now we're gonna be moving on to round number two, and I kind of copped out with this round because I really don't think there is one player who sticks out to me as truly a bad pick. 
I think the ADP right now is honestly fairly accurate. I'm just gonna go through right now. So starting at like pick 13 through pick 24, it's gonna be Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, Nick Chubb, Antonio Gibson, Jonathan Taylor, DK Metcalf, Joe Mixon, AJ Brown, Najee Harris, Darren Waller, Justin Jefferson, and CEH. And honestly, that's all pretty reasonable in my mind. I guess the only thing that I could really point out is that I would likely be taking Nick Chubb and Antonio Gibson over at least DeAndre Hopkins, and I'd probably be taking those guys over Calvin Ridley as well. I'm just someone who is very focused on getting running backs early and often, but I don't really think I could say that I expect Ridley or Hopkins to be busts because I don't hate their current ADP. You know, I may be taking them a few picks after, but I think it's just too far to go out and say that they're going to be busts. Also, I could be taking a guy like Jonathan Taylor maybe a little bit earlier, but I do understand the concerns right now with that Colts offense. You've got Wentz and Quinton Nelson out. And so right now with the second round, I think the ADP is pretty sharp, and I just don't think I can confidently label any of these players as busts. My biggest bust from round three is going to be C.D. Lamb. I think he's probably one of my least favorite ADPs at any position. You know, every single fantasy football player, I think C.D. Lamb may have the most inflated current draft position. He is a great young wide receiver, and I think he's going to go out and have a very solid season. I have him ranked as a mid-tier wide receiver too, but that is not where he's being drafted. His ADP right now is ridiculous. He's being drafted in the early third round, the wide receiver nine off the board and going around pick 25. That is ahead of Keenan Allen. And I just cannot understand the reasoning with his current draft price. And I'm really not trying to hate on CD Lamb because I do like the player. I think he's gonna be a great player. He's one of my top ranked dynasty wide receivers. But in terms of redraft, it is just wild. Like I mentioned, he's going ahead of Keenan Allen who is an established wide receiver one on a high volume passing attack, put together a wide receiver one season last year and has a track record of being a fantasy wide receiver one multiple times. And CD Lamb is going over him who has one NFL season where he finished as the wide receiver 34. And I understand it's not that simple. You know, if Dak was healthy the whole year, Lamb likely would have finished as a wide receiver too, maybe even higher, but I think you kind of get the point I'm making. I talked about how Travis Kelsey is being drafted very close to his ceiling, and I think the same thing holds true here with C.D. Lamb. Right now, I think he is the second best wide receiver on this team. I don't understand why Amari Cooper is just being totally thrown away. People are just disregarding him. They think CeeDee Lamb is going to come in and just totally take over. Amari Cooper has been the number one on that team, and I think he will continue to do it, especially at least for 2021. If you look at that sample size when Dak was on the field at the beginning of 2020, I think that's what a lot of people use to get excited about CeeDee Lamb, and that's also why I think he's going to have a solid season. But if you take the first four games of the season, those are the four where Dak played the entire game. Amari Cooper averaged over 100 receiving yards a game. He was averaging 12.8 targets and 9.3 receptions, so I still think he is the alpha in this offense, and I just don't think CeeDee Lamb can finish much higher than wide receiver 9 on his best possible season. I've talked about this a bunch, but C.D. Lamb operates out of the slot in this offense. You have Cooper and Gallup out wide. C.D.'s the slot, 
it's very rare where you see a wide receiver one for fantasy have a super high percentage of their snaps taken out of the slot. I think C.D. Lamb can be a wide receiver one, but I think it's much more likely that he comes in as a solid wide receiver two. And so I strongly advise that everyone punts this ADP and takes advantage of some of the values behind him. You know, Keenan Allen, early third round, attack that. Amari Cooper, mid to late third, I'm all over that ADP. And so C.D. Lamb is the bust from the third round. Now on to the final round of today's video. My biggest bust from round four is going to be Kyle Pitts. He's being drafted as the tight end number four off the board, obviously behind Kelsey, Waller, and Kittle. And in this fourth round, he's going towards the end of the round. And I'm using underdog ADP just so everyone knows. But I think it's been well documented that tight ends have historically struggled as rookies. You know, it's not a position where you're able to come right in and succeed right away. You typically need to get your feet wet a little bit and really just kind of adapt to the NFL. And in the past 18 seasons, the most receiving yards in a season for a rookie tight end was 894 yards. And it kind of seems like Pitts is going to have to overachieve that number just to kind of live up to this ADP. And I looked up the betting odds for Kyle Pitts. I just wanted to see kind of where the market was for his over-under on receiving yards and touchdowns. And right now, using DraftKings, the over-under on his receiving yards is 800.5. And then his over-under for touchdowns is 7. And obviously, this doesn't mean he's guaranteed to produce around these numbers, but I do think it's a good baseline. You know, he definitely has the potential to go out put up a thousand yards, 10 touchdowns, and just blow this ADP out of the water. But in the same respects, he could way underperform because for a rookie tight end, these numbers are still pretty high and he's being drafted at least a round before TJ Hawkinson and Mark Andrews. I just think he's a risky pick because we have never seen him play in the NFL and these guys he's going around like Hawkinson and Andrews are proven fantasy tight ends who have put up season-long numbers right around Kyle Pitts' overall projections using those 800 receiving yards and seven touchdowns kind of as that metric. To me, I just think this pick is too dangerous because you're passing up on solid wide receiver twos or some low-end RB twos for basically an unproven NFL asset. And I do think he's going to have a great career. He's one of my top dynasty tight ends. And if he does hit It'll be a very solid value, but it's kind of been a common theme with the two other players I talked about with Kelsey and C.D. Lamb. I think he's going closer to his peak than he is to his floor, and for that reason, I think he's going to lead some fantasy managers being a little bit unhappy with drafting him here in the fourth round. All right, so those were my biggest busts from rounds one through four. If you guys enjoyed this video, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel and also comment your thoughts down below. Do you agree with these guys as busts at their current ADP or do you guys have some other players in mind? I wanna hear your perspectives. And then also if you enjoyed the video, stay tuned tomorrow because I'm gonna have a similar format but going through rounds five, six, seven, and eight. So keep an eye on that. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for stopping by, watching, and listening, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.